Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Drunk on a Bucket. We're live right now. National Tequila Day from yeah, Legends yeah. on Verrot, Vero, however you pronounce it. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> this is episode 51. It's, huh? it's July. Okay, let me let me just hold on. It's July 24th. Okay, episode 51. If we don't understand what any of us are saying, <laughs> I apologize. It is extremely loud in here. There's a bunch of people. We're out here with poor decisions. They got us out here to come do a podcast live on location. You, you. It's, I ain't gonna lie. It's yeah. a little more popping than I was expecting. <laughs> My chest is Sunday. beating. It's so loud here. It's Sunday. It's 2 o'clock right now. And there's probably about 75 people out here drinking, having a good time. They got music out, selling shirts. If you don't know about Poor Decisions, go check them out on Instagram at Poor Decisions. At Poor Decisions I think, uh, TM, I think. At Poor Decisions TM. TM, okay. If I'm not mistaken. And it is, like, shout out to all the folks who we've seen already who showed up. Clayton Williamson is is uh, is hanging out with us right now as well. So shout out to you, Mr. Clayton. Clayton's got on the headphones just so you can hear what the hell we're saying. <laughs> no, seriously, that that's what it is. Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> y'all won't hear from me too much. Tonight, it, it's it's a. Uh, I didn't think things like this happen on a Sunday, by the way. Like people getting this shit faced. Yeah, this, this isn't Sunday let, fun day. This let, is Sunday shit faced. Shit faced day. day. Let's already talk about the things that we've already seen. We've already seen somebody puke behind the bar and then in just a, came back in a trash with a, can with a vengeance and started like dancing. Um, we've seen tequila shots. We've taken tequila shots to kind of sort the day off. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually not bad. Yeah. It was. Uh, it was some doble. I'm sorry, <laughs> dobel. No bell. Uh, that was my fancy pronunciation. You're trying to be fancy. <laughs> it was. That's exactly what it was. So, you know, it's a cool event. It's a little different than what we're used to because yeah. we do get together and get shit based on a Sunday. But it's only more chill. We usually we usually start a little bit later, not noon or one o'clock. And the music's not blaring. The music's not blaring. <laughs> it's completely typically. uncalled for. Well, you know, we, we were like, uh, they were like, hey, we got you in the corner uh, to set up your table and stuff. I was like, oh, great. That, that like I thought that was genuinely good, but because there wasn't this many people. And then all of a sudden, more people showed up. Music got louder, got louder. And I think they've increased it at least three or four times since it got louder. There's no doubt. But, you know, yesterday was my youngest child's birthday. It was. JB. Happy birthday, Graham. JB. It's on Tuesday, the 26th, just FYI. But JB and Tyler came, but one of them stayed and one of them left oh and had, had promises of coming back but never came back. Our poor children. <laughs> you guys have been giving me shit since last night. Brady, I mean, Brady, Brady sent you a video with the L on his forehead. I know, I did see that. I showed, it to, I showed it to my sister. I was like, these are assholes. Okay, so let me ask you guys this. Please. How do you tell people that you don't want to come back without saying that you don't want to come back? <laughs> you basically say, hey, if you guys are still hanging out, I'll come back. And we stayed hanging out for six other hours since he left, and he never came back. So you, next time, just come out and say, hey, man, I really don't want to come back nope. because there's, there's no eligible bachelorettes at your house. Okay, that's fine. No, okay, I told when I left, why, why, what was the reason why I left? Say, that same reason. I said, I'm, go, I'm going because there's only married women over here, and there's no, the other event that I was at before, there was uh, okay. there's single ladies. Okay, so let me ask you this. In those six hours, did you make any headway? <laughs> I'm so immature. Define headway. Got it. You didn't get that either, bro. Like, you definitely didn't receive. So unless you were given, 
Oh, oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. End in the podcast. Okay, this has been episode 51. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. I still can't hear myself talk, even though I got headphones and I'm talking into a microphone. But so, no, I, really though, thank y'all for coming. Of course. Fuck man. you for not coming back. But I know. had all it. Hold on, I had all intentions of coming back. What ended up happening is I just kept drinking and drinking and drinking. So did we. So did and, we. No, but by the time that I found out that the what you say headway, it wasn't gonna go through. You know, it was already it was already probably too late at that time. So it was like 11:45 when I was like, "All right." So oh, so the last eligible bachelorette left at 11:45, <laughs> and he was like, "Oh, there goes my chance." <laughs> I do want to I do want to throw this out there. I went to Carl's kid's birthday party. Did Carl come to my kid's birthday party, JB? Oh, good you're, question. You're right. I did not. Great. Did not. Was he invited? I was. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I knew he was invited. I'm just. I, I was, just want to start I was invited. Now, I, I think we went over this ad nauseum, but I'll go over it again for the slow people. <laughs> I had to bring my other kid to another event, okay? And I apologize for not being able to make it because I would have been there. You know this. But I do appreciate you coming to my kid's birthday party. But, you know, look, here's the thing. I don't have any kids, so what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to create kids. So if I only hang out at y'all's houses where there's no single ladies, I don't have any opportunity to, to make kids. You don't have that opportunity regardless, bro. Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. I better never mind. <laughs> Were you about to give me a compliment? No. Oh, damn. I was about to hammer you for past action, but you know. What? Oh. I, it's I'm a discussion not, for off the air. I'm about to say, I'm not going to ask why. Carl, I'm sorry I didn't come back. Don't don't apologize to me. Tell my ki- my oh children my and Tyler's still crying and Tyler's children. Like <laughs> they were they were they were not they weren't interested in me when I was there. Brady Brady asked, "Why doesn't Uncle JB love me?" Oh, no. you're so full of shit. Number one, he doesn't call me Uncle J- Uncle JB. He calls me Mr. JB because you're not around enough. You're like <laughs> that acquaintance I know called JB. Why doesn't he come around more? Um, is it um, J- J- uh, FB, uh, HB, JB? Something, JB, something with a B in his name. Yeah, what's that guy's name? Hey, uh, He's got a bunch uh, of vehicles, but he never has any. <laughs> I think his name is Asshole. Hey, can I ask y'all a question? This is off topic. Yeah, yeah, sure. I'm looking around. It doesn't bother y'all that there's like a whatever day every day. Like today's National Tequila Day. The other Ooh, day was, was daiquiri, daiquiri Day. There's a left-hander's day. There's siblings day. What are we doing? This is not a rant either, by the way. What are, I feel like it is. What are it we kinda, doing? It kind of is. I'll kind of, I'll, I'll make some sense for you, okay? Damn, the music got louder again. Uh, it did. My whole body shaking uh, right now. It, it actually hurts. All right, so here, I, I agree with you. There's too many days, right? Yeah. But why rob people of joy, bro? Like, Everybody needs some joy in their life. So enjoy tequila every day. It's like Valentine's That's Day. That's called it's alcoholism. This- Most people don't enjoy that. Dude, these people that are here on a Sunday drinking like they drinking, I promise you they didn't need National Tequila Day. I'm just telling you. Like point. Valentine's Day is the dumbest day there is. It's the d- my, my wife agrees. It's so stupid. Oh, i got to profess my love. So profess your love every day. It's stupid. It's stupid. We, we have gotten so caught up in what days. Can, can, Today's Sunday. How about that? Here's my process: is that marketers needed a reason to market things, right? It's also Hammock Day, I think. 
I'm sure there is a hammock. No, I heard that earlier. It's like National Hammock Day. Is that today? I, I swear I thought I heard that. We should fucking hang out in some hammocks. <laughs> I just... Yeah, I, I don't, pull it. What are we doing? Like, you know, some... Right. I, I'm offended that today's tequila day. That's National fine. Tequila. That's fine. Okay. You don't and enjoy I, tequila that much, though. No, I'm being sarcastic. That's oh. what we do. We make everything a day and we're offended about everything. Oh, that is true. I'm offended that you're offended. So am I. <laughs> so does that make us all, you're offended because I'm offended? My damn offended ear hurts so loud here. Apologies for when this is played back on your car stereo or anything else. <laughs> Should not blow out your speaker. Right. Can I can I just like explain something to you? Can I can I explain something to you? So, explain it to me. Go ahead. It, we live in the South, South Louisiana, more specifically. We don't really need reasons to celebrate. So yes, I can see how it's um, it's not really needed, right? We celebrate anything down here. Other places, not so much. So maybe they need a reason to celebrate. You know what I mean? Maybe there's a geographic issue. Well, if they, if they follow what's on the calendar, they celebrate shit every day because there's that something every day. That doesn't mean you have to celebrate it, but, you know, maybe it's going to encourage you to and, and bring some joy in your life. I have joy. I don't need this day. I'm not talking about you. You have no joy in your life. <laughs> I do have joy. No, Are you, you sure? don't. Are you sure about that, Tyler? I do. I have more joy than both of y'all. I would... I would argue against that. When you say joy, do you mean something else? No. Wherever you're going with it, no. <laughs> I, I'm Stop. really confused. Stop while I'm at. Yeah. It was it was a sexual relation. No, it, it really wasn't. I wasn't even trying to. <laughs> that's that's our boy. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. I want what he's had. No, no, I don't think you do, no, man. No, It'd no, probably no. be some sort of an illegal substance, my friend. So I don't think you want that. Uh, Here, here's my here's my thought process on the national day, Tyler. I think you don't like the national day. I think it's stupid. I don't think I don't think you like that because um, just because you're angry. A lot. No, I'm not. And then I think I need special days like this because you got both you and Carl hate me so much. So, so think about this. Y'all keep saying I'm angry and this and this and this. JB, last week we had two special guests who were great, by the way. They were really good. They were better than we were. Yeah, All I, right? I agree. Both of them liked me. Right? They, like, they not only like you, they respect the shit out of you. Yeah, and, the, and yet y'all just sit here and hammer me constantly. About, I'm, a ter- I'm a terrible person. I never I said you're a terrible person. I don't have any joy, any of this. But yet these people keep liking me. Y'all don't like me. That's one thing. But, you know, at some point, y'all got to realize y'all are the problem. You know you know what, Tyler? You're right. I don't like you. I actually, here we go. I actually fucking love you. Here we go. So, I'm going to take this round. And I'm going to turn it upside down. Oh, my God. <laughs> Again, can we end this podcast? Oh, he's still having Wait, wait, wait. Stop. Hey, he's, wait. The music got louder. J- JB's just trying to make some headway with you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> or the people too, or the people beside me. Oh he my didn't even God. notice them, bro, while he was professing his love to you. You know what I mean? Just trying to, just the, trying to make headway every day, bro. The people that like you... They all have a common like theme, right? They've played for you. They had to respect you at some point. You know what I mean? Because you, you had an authority figure. They over don't have them. to anymore, though. Dude. Yeah, I know, but you 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 conditioned them for four years. That's right? what it is. That's right. what it is. That's what I think. You know, Carl's coming out swinging today. Think Tyler. about people though that were like authority figures over you. Like I have people that were authority figures over me who I don't really like. Anymore. That's a good point. That's a good point. I, I, there's very few kids that 
I have bad relationships with after. Maybe when they're in school, I don't have a good relationship with them. But when they're out of school, I have a better relationship with them than when they were in school. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, that's fair. That's a positive thing. That's a fair. That's a fair assessment. I'll give you that one. I try. Sometimes. Can we move on? Yeah, for sure. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. But anyway, my rant for this week, I actually had one on my own, is Major League Baseball. Okay, MLB. Major League. I don't even watch Major League Baseball, and this I try not to. This pisses me off. Is when position players get put into a game to pitch. Nothing pisses me off more than watching somebody. I know there's rules against it. Okay, there's rules like a position player who's not deemed a pitcher can only pitch if they're up or down by six runs. I believe is the rule. Is that what it is? Is that, is that a rule? Is that a real rule? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Because you either have to be deemed a pitcher or a position player. Okay. Oh. But if, as a fan. Right? I don't give a fuck if you get the shit kicked out of you. Even if you're down by six runs. You paid good money for that. I paid money. Or even if I'm watching at home, which I don't do, and I'm still mad about it. I don't want to see Albert Bullhoes throw a fucking inning. <laughs> has, he, has he pitched yes. before? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even it know that. It was like 55 miles an hour. Like, because uh, they don't try because they don't want to hurt their arm. Right, right, right. I get the whole thing. You want to save arms. You want to do this and that and the other. I fucking can't stand it. And it seems like it's more prevalent this year than I've ever remembered it being. Like, I don't remember. I think I I saw, like, in 2011, I think there was only eight instances where position players had thrown a pitch. Right? I think last year they had, like, 90-something. God damn. That's fucking wild. Why, why Why do you think it's increasing like that? Just to save... Like when they're just down for so so much, they just put that person in there. Or think, up for so much? Yeah, it's mostly down. When you're down, they do it. If you're up, they, they're not going to put that guy in there. But it's it's to preserve arms. And they also, you know, how, how many games is the MLB season? 120, 162. 100, yeah. So you got a long-ass one game. We talked about this before, but I don't feel like one game matters over – the span of a season right yeah, yeah now quite a few of them together obviously they do but it's it's so many games but as fans that's one of the shittiest things to do because what it is is you throw it in the fucking towel right you're done yep. there's no comeback happening you are fucking giving up and like if i'm a fan watching that or if i'm a fan in that stadium that paid good money to be there fuck that i'm out so so maybe trying to look on the other side of the coin as a as a fan, if you pay good money to be there, would you would you prefer to them be the best that they can be and throw that position player and then save the arm for a future win down the road, or is it more about just the just a legitimate experience? Because that like if like let's say you're an Astros fan, right? And that one game, and it's not this year, but that one game is a game changer if they're in the top of their uh, division or not. Is it worth it? 
Like, because it's, it's strategic, right? Like, they're making the move because it's strategic, not to fucking piss off fans. So, yeah, as a fan, is it worth that, or but, are we more about the experience? But here's the thing. The arms that you're saving are closer arms, right? You're not going to throw a starting pitcher in there who you hope to go the whole next game. Right. You're just saving your closer for an inning. You know what I mean? An inning at a time, or maybe two at most. Like, so, so I... Carl, I 100% agree with you, and here's why, okay? As a fan of a team, if my team's losing bad, I'm okay with it because it, it helps my team. But to Carl's point, think about six-year-old Brady that goes to one Astros game a year, yeah. and he goes, and it's, there's no doubt it's a blowout, so it's a bad situation. But Brady's not getting the full experience because he's watching Albert Pujols throw an inning. <laughs> so, like, while you could make it a funny thing, it's also the consumer who's spending money to go. And right, so I think right. most people that go can recognize the situation that's going on. But it doesn't matter. It still sucks. It's kind of like, you know, the NBA is pathetic. Like, no one watches it. But that's because LeBron comes to New Orleans one time a year or two times a year, and he sits out one of those games. Yep. Uh, so yep. to his point, you're hurting the product of, you know, I, now we live closer, and unfortunately we haven't been to a game, but we might only go to one or two games. So I don't want to see that, you know. Right, like, yeah. I, you know, but it's a part of the game. Now I'll, I'll say the bigger problem with Major League Baseball. Carl's dead on. The bigger problem is that there's a 25-man roster. I think it's stupid. I think it's dumb. We worry about arm. Did they put it louder, by the way? Yeah, they did. They worry about arm health and they talk about guys not getting hurt and all this. But you put a, a limit. You put 25 guys. Did these dudes play 180 games? In a hundred, I'm sorry, 162 games in 180 days. They have 18 off days the whole year. So expand the roster, make the roster bigger, to where Carl doesn't have to watch Albert Pujols. He can watch a guy. Why are we not giving the guy who's a, a lifelong AAA player? Let that guy get some innings in the big leagues in that situation. That's a that's, yeah. a, that's an awesome fucking point. I like that. But but the owners don't want to pay that guy what it costs. To pay a big league player. Put him in the league. And so that's the problem you face. You know, Carl's spot on though. I mean, it, it's it's an embarrassment to the game. The other night, the Red Sox lost 28 to 5. I don't think they threw a position Whoa. player. 20, yeah. I, I, don't to, think they, I don't think they threw one. To Toronto. Yeah. And that's tough, man, because you're in a tough spot, especially with the the, the, the lockout, right? Yeah. So you're playing a lot of games in a short amount of time, but man, that's not fair to the fan slash consumer. And it sucks for baseball, you know? I will say, though, the best thing baseball did, and a lot of people disagree with this, they got rid of the pitcher hitting in the NL. That was the dumbest thing ever. I thought Again, that was so stupid. Well, a, it, it was stupid if one division did it and the other one didn't. Right? Right. Absolutely. They, they, they either both need to hit or they both need to be I agree. Four, right? so, so, like, during the season, it's like it sucks for the NL because your pitcher got a hit, but when you get to the World Series, it's an advantage for the NL because the AL pitcher hadn't been doing that. And so now Jordan Alvarez, who hadn't played a position all year, he has this year, but it's now got to play the out. Like it's not fair. I, I don't think it's competitive yeah. balance. And as the consumer, I don't want to see the pitcher hit. I want to watch Carl hit. Wait. I don't want to watch JB hit. <laughs> oh my. God. Fucking right. Was Carl I, that good of a hitter? Because I fucking rake, son. <laughs> I don't rake. rake. Just, just like you're going to be the star QB. Yeah, man. I mean, Arizona could have signed me for yeah, a lot less up. than uh, whatever, oh, the, whatever the fuck Kyler Murray, Murray just signed for. Hey, real quick, before we transition to Kyler Murray, Tyler, I got a question for you. All right. 
most pitchers in high school are like stud athletes, right? Yeah. They could probably play shortstop. They could probably pitch. They could play center field. But most importantly, most of them fucking rake. Yeah. Most of them can hit. Why does that happen to where pitchers, as they progress through college, minor leagues, and obviously professional leagues, other than Shohei, I always mess up it, Otani. Yeah. yeah. How does how does that happen? Oh, I mean, I know they want them to focus on pitching, but why do they take the bat out of their hands? So, in college, a lot of times, like I said, they go, regardless of whatever level they go to, they want them to focus on one or the other. So, you think about think about a high school baseball player. Generally, he's playing multiple sports, right? So, for the first time in his life, he's just focusing on baseball. And so, then you, you break it down even more, and you want that guy to just, just concentrate on pitching, right? So... They, they want to get them more specific. I'm with you in that I think it sucks that more guys don't do both. I think it would be really cool. I think in college, with the scholarship limitations, it makes more sense to have more guys do both. 100%. And I don't, I don't I, 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 the only thing I can tell you is the answer is they want to break them down and work more specific things with them and be able to do more because if you think about a player working on his hitting and working on his pitching, he's he's splitting his time. If he's just working on his pitching, then you know does that make sense? Like there's focus, there's a value and intensity and focus, right? Yeah, and it's just different. Like I, I don't it, that that's just kind of what it comes down to. And like Paul Maneri hated letting guys do both. Like Blake Dean when Blake Dean came to LSU, Blake Dean threw like 90s off on a mound. But LSU just made him a hitter. Well, it worked out for him. But who, who is the guy? Really quick, sorry. Uh, who is the guy who like hit the the bomb? Uh, he he was like, Coach, let me hit. I hit. I used to hit dingers back in high school when they're interviewing. And he was like, he was like, wait. Coach Renner was like, wait. You you never hit? He's like, nah, Coach. I just told you that. <laughs> you remember that? I remember that. Did, did I did I totally fuck no, it up? No, no, or no, no. Yeah. But, but I will say this, That was Carl. like an all-time great internet clip. Oh, oh my dude, God. I see it at least once the a best year, but like every couple of months it comes up. Oh, on Muskoda, when they say Todd Peterson, they got it Todd Peterson. But I will say, though, you are seeing in a larger high school baseball more of guys that are pitchers only. Like, kids are specializing in just being POs more now than maybe ever before. That's not to say what Carl's talking about is – generally the best guys, but there are guys who just pitch now yeah, yeah. in high school that used to not do that. I, it's just, you know, so many kids specialize and play one sport. You know what I mean? Like, That's right. Which is the dumbest thing hey, that ever mean, happened. Let me pause your conversation for a second. So we for can this, take this. this tequila shot. I am not. For the Hello, record. boys. The guy with Bill Bell is actually up at the bar, so he said put that on the promotional tab. Hell yeah. Fucking A, let's Great go. I bet he just pitched in high like, school. I just want to vibe. Yeah. Hold on. This, this came on at the right time. We're at night time. Let me get the Weezy Let's go. I should have been a DJ. <laughs> Good timing. Can you see Tyler Dude, up there DJ. trying to pump the crowd up? Hey, look. Look. Go, Ramon. <laughs> yeah. God save us all. This shit's getting wild up in here. Are we done it's, yet? It's literally two thirty. No, look, look, look at your girl in the corner to the left. Oh, She's yeah. diving. Oh, oh. you see her? Look. 
with a tattoo on her arm. The birthday girl. She's feeling something good. She's feeling something real good. So, who else is feeling good is Kyler Murray. Oh my God. <laughs> Why wouldn't he feel good? He that's, feels great. As, as, in JB's eyes, Kyler Murray is the number one quarterback in the NFL. Oh, I did not. I was about, say, I was about I did to say, say that. I think we need to let JB say his piece and his Please. love for Kyler Murray. Please do. And he, he wants to make some headway yeah. with Kyler Murray. Go ahead. <laughs> what? You trying to make headway, bro? <laughs> if you give me some of that money you just signed, I'll make, yeah. all, that, I'll make all the headway you want. JB is for sale. <laughs> <laughs> just don't publicize it too much. Uh, so here's my here's my thought process. I said uh, I texted you guys earlier in the week when Tyler you sent the the screenshot. Yeah. I said I think he's top ten, right? And then after doing a little bit, and that was just my initial gut. And, sure. and, and I did say he's at the very bottom in the top yeah, ten. Yeah, no, you definitely either, said either that. Either nine yeah. or ten, right? Here, here's my thought process of why he's that valuable. Um, now, should he have gotten paid that much? Probably not. But does that lock him in to be Arizona's go-to guy? Because we all know how difficult it is. Because I would say this is not how valuable uh, Kylie Mur Kyler Murley Murray is. Oh, my gosh. I, I, I get talk. it. Yeah, it's, it's tough to say. Bro. I'm sorry. It is. Um, it is how hard it is to find a go-to guy in the NFL in the quarterback at the quarterback position, right? Now, why do I like Kyler Murray? He is undersized, right? Big time for an NFL QB. But he is an athlete, right? He does have a decent arm. He can move around. Now, does he uh, crumble under pressure? Yes. But he's also still young. So I think he still has some time to mature because he's definitely not there. Maturity level, he has a lot of room to go. But I think he'll get there as long as he's not like he pulls it. As long as he doesn't pull a Deshaun Watson on us, right? I think he'll be good. I think he's a he's a lot like you, JB. He's he's got big play potential, but he often doesn't live up to the hype. You oh, know what I'm saying? Like man. that's kind of what I'm thinking. I'm in that mood today. I'm bro. like, look, I'm like, you I'm, got the big dick energy today, bro. I, I feel He's like this, swinging it around I everywhere. Feel, I feel like this dude dancing around, bro. But it, I just, <laughs> I feel it internally. It's internal. Yeah, it's, I, I can't express it externally. Look, here, I'm just gonna say thank you. Thank you for thinking I have big potential. You do. It's a lot better than what Tyler ever says about it. It's not true at all. But look, uh, JB, I will say, everything you said is true in that. They, they're scared to lose what they could have. Because, uh, 110%. And, and it's kind of like what we talked about in our conversation. Like, in the NFL, you just don't know if you're going to find that next guy. And so, yep. like, they overpaid for sure. It's not even close. But for what the market dictates, that's what they had to you, pay, you guys. You had to do it. So, you like, had to do it. You look at um, Lamar Jackson. I, I'm going to be honest. I, talk, I don't – he's won an MVP. That's great. But I don't think he's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. But I will say, he wants his money, but he's actually sitting really pretty right now because he's waiting. And so now he saw that contract. So guess what? He's going to get more money than that because he's done more than Kyler Murray has. Y'all realize right now, Kyler Murray per year is making the second to most in the NFL. Oh. Aaron Rodgers is at a three-year, $150 million contract. He's got the most. Kyler Murray is second. Dude, the best quarterback in the NFL right now. That's crazy. Is Aaron Rodgers, okay? Yeah, yeah. I agree. Patrick Mahomes is a close second. You know, Josh Allen's right there. Patrick Mahomes is fourth. But it's like I told y'all earlier. I heard earlier. This is when it's going to get interesting. Joe Burrow's up for a contract. He's eligible for a contract extension next year. People are saying $55 million. So if I'm Lamar Jackson, okay, 
he should want to play on a franchise tag this year, okay? But he, I mean, he can't because he, you know, he, he should want to play on a franchise tag the next year. But he gets hurt so much yeah, that it's a, hard for him to do that. That's a huge risk on his part. But are the Ravens really going to move on from from him? You, it, no, you can't. You pretty much build your offense around They're that not. guy. So bet on yourself. Let a guy like Joe Burrow get paid. The Bengals are gonna like. They have to pay him next year because if not, the next year, if we're talking about Kyler Murray at 43 right now and Joe Burrow at 55 next year, what the hell is it going to be the year after? That's right. The quarterback market is insane. It's blowing up. So do you think you what you're saying is you think Lamar Jackson should franchise tag so um, no. your boy's deal can go down and so he can get paid even more? If if he's willing to bet on himself, the problem with him is this: he's hurt every year. He runs the ball a lot. I don't think he's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Right. I don't think he's accurate enough. I, I don't, okay? But he's with a good franchise, so he's got a shot. I I just, I feel like in that division, okay, once Deshaun Watson gets back on the field, and we won't even get into his whole situation. And with Burrow, with the Bengals, man, like, the Ravens are falling behind in that division. Yeah. Like, to me right now, they're with, with Deshaun Watson on the field, they're the third best team in their own division. That's crazy. And so it's it's hard, you know, the Ravens have a ton of pressure now because of those two guys being in that division. Right. So they gotta pay him. What you gonna do? You're gonna you're gonna hold out and hope you can get a second round quarterback that you can make it friend. Like you can't do it. You know, and I mean, look at the Saints, man. The Saints weren't any good for a long time, and you finally get a franchise quarterback, and then you go through the greatest run of franchise history. You have to have a quarterback. You have to. Yeah. Until my boy Jameis comes in this year, and we win the Super Bowl. Whoa. Are you throwing a prediction? Wait, not what? Even, no, not even close. Holy shit. Are you throwing that out there? No. I think I think his job will be a lot easier this year with the wide receiving core, even though yep. Michael Thomas is going to start the training camp under the, the pup list. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm not. We two years into this shit. It doesn't matter. What does he need to go through training camp for? Here's the thing. I can rip your fucking ankle off, have somebody reattach it, and you'd be good before two years. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Now, I, I don't know, dude, I don't know if you know, but, like, part of his issues are the Saints medical team. Yes. Uh, I, really? Yeah. I didn't and know that. That's a whole other thing. But oh. he doesn't need to go to training camp. Michael Thomas will be back. He will be fine. We'll talk. We'll, we'll do. We'll, we'll have, like, a full episode Special to the Saints. Special Saints episode. Absolutely. Like we can have a good time Like a preseason. That. Dude, the Saints roster, though, is as good as maybe it's ever been in our lifetime. But we'll talk about that later. Yeah. I think they'll be fine. But to get back to the, the quarterback and issue. Tyler Murray. It's kind of like you got to make that decision. I, I don't think that anyone will argue with you that he needed to be locked up long term. I, I agree with you. The The point of contention is the dollar amount because you feel like it's too much. Oh, it's way too much because he hasn't done anything really yet to prove that dollar amount, right? And to say he's the second highest contract, I mean, you say you're going to pay a little bit more for Aaron Rodgers or you're going to pay a little bit less for Kyler Murray. I'm taking Aaron Rodgers all day. Oh, oh yeah. And there's, there's, yeah. A, there's a list of quarterbacks that I would take before I would take Kyler Murray. You know what I mean? And based on where he's paid – it shouldn't be that way, right? So you're paying him or he's being paid 
based off of potential, not necessarily the product on the field. So that I, I that's, definitely agree. That's the more of the more of the issue, right? I, I would say the same thing happens when you like evaluate a business too, though, right? Like some people who, if you evaluate a business and let's say it's just not worth it between the assets and how much it, it profits, right? Well, there is some people do sell their business on a future evaluation. Now, will somebody pay for that business or not? I would say Arizona was willing to pay for the future evaluation for Kyler Murray because its consistency is locking him in and they can build, they feel like they have enough confidence in themselves to build it off of him and the consistency that uh, a QB they, on a long-term contract can create. They, they kind of have to because of their coach. Their coach is kind of tailor-made for Kyler Murray. In his offense is, is that know? is that a good thing or but bad guy, thing? But though, guys, right? let's not forget this dude couldn't even win in a Big Twelve. Like Cliff Kingsbury couldn't even win in a Big Twelve. <laughs> Damn. It's the truth. It's the truth. Wait, who has the big dick energy now? Oh, it's a, that was a bad hire to hire him in the first place. Okay, it's a bad franchise. You should. Oh, ouch! That is, it's a bad franchise. Would you do a better job? No. Yeah, you would. I'm not an NFL coach. I would hire you. it. Okay. I would, I would hire you, Tom. You got that? Yeah, I, mean, I got that. No, I, just want, I, I want to work within the team, though. I don't, I don't, want, to, I don't want to be the coach. He I doesn't just, really want to do anything, and no. he just wants to collect a paycheck. Yes, and get to meet everybody and hang out. Let yeah. my kids run around the place. But overall, Kyler Murray, I'm good with the money spent. I know, I know, yeah, I know you guys aren't, but I'm, I'm good with it. I'm, well, I'm, not, I'm happy I'm, for him. I'm not because I don't think he's, he's done anything to get it, but they have to. Like, you have to do it. You have to pay that money. Like, football is different than baseball. Football, you have to pay a quarterback. You look at baseball, the Astros didn't pay Correa, right? Because you don't have to do it. And we're not, we won't get into a deep dive of this just because it's too sports-specific, but are the Yankees going to pay Aaron Judge? You know, Aaron Judge is about to be 30 years old. Supposedly, the Yankees put an offer of, like, seven years, $213 million. He turned it down. Yeah. He's 30 years old, dude. Like, that's a fair contract. But he wants more money. So sports are just weird, man. It comes down to sports are very weird. Yeah, it, it comes down to what players think their value is. And I think last night, I don't know, JB, if you were there, and I don't remember. I was talking about the Derek Jeter. Jeter was making like was like making like five hundred thousand dollars a year. He wanted five million. The Yankees only wanted to pay him two and a half. Like it was Derek freaking Jeter, right? Hey, what was the saying that you told me last night? Loyalty one way is stupidity. There you go. Oh, fuck. I urge anybody that has not watched The Captain, the documentary on Derek Jeter. Check it out. Watch it. Oh, you watched it? I haven't oh, yet. My, no, there's only two episodes out. It's coming out like every Thursday. Oh, my God. The first one was okay. The second one, oh, yeah. It's good. Yeah. I'll have to check it out, even though I hate the Yankees. So do I. I'm not a Derek Jeter fan, but he's always been one of the most fascinating sports people to me because he's so private. Because he wasn't as good as A-Rod. But he was more clutch than maybe any baseball player I can ever remember. Do you remember you remember what you told me last night about him? What? About how in the market and him being in that market, never having to say anything, approve himself. I don't know you were drunk, but it, it sounded really good. <laughs> no, like just that you were talking about how like he handled himself the best way you could possibly handle himself in New York. Yeah. Like, yeah, because not many people can do it. And if you watch the – the captain, he talks about it. There was a night that uh, that Diddy was out, and they wanted him to go out, and he didn't go. And Diddy had a gun, and Diddy got arrested. He was supposed to be with him that night, and he didn't go. And so he made sure that he kept his circle real tight. Yeah. 
And so he handled himself with the most class and the best way you could possibly handle it in New York because Daryl Strawberry sat him down. Daryl Strawberry, at the back end of his career, Daryl Strawberry did a lot of things wrong and told him, it's easy, bro. Like, it's real easy for everybody to want to pull you in. You a celebrity. And he handled it probably better than anyone could. If Derek Jeter's in Houston, I love the Astros. Derek Jeter's not Derek Jeter. That's true. If Derek Jeter's in Cincinnati, he's not Derek Jeter. The Astros had the first pick in the draft that year. They didn't take him. He fell all the way to, like, six. But because of where he was, he's the captain. Right. Yeah. Right. No he's one cares guy. who the captain is of the Detroit Tigers. No one cares. But he handled himself better than you could ever handle yourself, and that's part of what makes him him. He's not the most talented player that's ever played shortstop in baseball. Yeah, he, he was the he was the perfect situation of a – he was super talented, obviously. Yeah. He was the captain of the team, and he was just professional, right? That's In my mind, that's the best word to describe that guy. He looks, like, he, he looks like a Yankee. Yep, exactly. Yeah, and I hate the Yankees. I remember when Do, uh, Donnie Jamin got traded. Uh, oh, my gosh. Johnny Damon. Johnny Damon. Yeah, Donnie Damon. Tequila maybe hitting it. That was guys. a bad dude. Johnny bro. Damon. Yeah. He got traded from Boston to the it Yankees. It was so much he, better for Boston. He, oh, so much better. It was the power of the beard. He had to trim his fucking shit up. He had yep. the long hair. Kate and, long hair. Kate and I talked about it last episode, though. How I would rather the Astros play the Yankees than play the Red Sox. Right, right. And there's something with the Red Sox. Although the Red Sox are going to be sellers. And then the Astros just beat the Yankees back-to-back games in Houston on Thursday. It's just weird the way the franchises have been. There's just some shit to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I really respect the Yankees being clean-shaven, short haircuts, all that. That's of course, part of their, of course you do. That's part of their tradition, right? But, like, I don't know, man. Like, it's just weird the way the, the, that franchise is going. I don't know. It was the same thing with Randy Johnson when he first got there. Yeah. Cut his hair. Oh, they made him trim all this he shit. He just wasn't as nasty as he was when he was – I mean, it, it could be because it's just later in their career, too. I was going to say, he's, he's, it could be because he's older. Well, Johnny, like, da- Johnny Damon, too, right? Uh, well, you got a payday. Yeah. You stop working as hard uh, when you get that paid. Sure. I mean, it's, it's natural. You know, like, Correa signed a one-year contract with Minnesota. He's had a good year. He's having a good year. But, like, the Yankees might pay Carlos Correa next year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Astros aren't. They got paying you. He's 24 years old. Oh, so I, I did see a, a statistic, and it was like, all right, what's uh, Kyler Murray's? Annual yeah. pay like forty six million. The Oakland Athletics' whole salary for all of their players is like fifty three. God yeah. damn, fifty eight or no something shit. like that. Yeah. yeah, like every single one of their players. Yeah. So he's making in one year what what oh, the yeah. whole what team, yeah. whole with the whole team. And by the way, he got drafted by Oakland in baseball. No shit. He was the fourth pick of the draft. I that's, remember that. That's I think why they were making yeah. that comparison. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. Because, we, I, you know, I've talked about it with someone, maybe not on this podcast, but it was like, oh, well, maybe it was Russell Wilson, maybe it was somebody else, but being drafted, but choosing to go to the NFL, it ain't always as, uh, you know, sunshine and rainbows, rainbows yeah. in the MLB because you don't I – mean, yeah, your career is probably going to be longer, but you could turn into a situation where – you're not going to make nearly the amount of money that you would in the NFL, you know? Yeah, I can see that. It's, it's, almost like, um, it's almost like how you guys see me in our friendships. It's like I should be getting paid Kyler Murray money, but I'm getting paid Oakland A's money. That, that's how much love. Like, think, think instead of money, it's love that you guys give me. I should be receiving, like, $50 million, but y'all, only, like, all of y'all love together uh, is less. You see, I kind of took that as 
Bobby's paying you like the water boy when you think you're the, <laughs> when you think you're the yeah, stunning my quarterback. Mama said, my, 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 my mama said, Carl, this big dick energy, man. Yeah, I'm don't, like, don't spit in the But Carl's don't, never here, so he's building up that energy. That's true. Don't, yeah. don't spit in the c- 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 cooler. <laughs> 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 hey, hey, Tyler, what'd you say about Carl not, not ever being here? I feel like he's been, like, Carl's been MIA for the well, past, like... I can't say much because he was here when I wasn't here that last time. But... Man, he I was always here, though. But I would have called in if Carl wouldn't have pushed the whole thing mm. back. But I will say this, though, JB. Yeah. No, no, I don't want to hear this shit. I have been the most consistent one. I will continue to say that. Ever since Carl, JB sat me down and bitched me out and told me <laughs> that I wasn't committed enough... Because y- y- you know that's what happened. He sat me down and out. bitched me out. And he like, put you in the timeout he corner, did. bro. Like, I actually cried when I got home. Like he, he, he gave it to me. I did snuggle with you after that. No, you didn't. It was mean. He was if really we're gonna mean. Make, if we're going to make stuff up, then let's I keep went making home and I, I, I had to cry to my wife because like, JB really hurt my feelings. <laughs> and maybe that's why Brady didn't want to talk to you at first when, he, when you first got there yesterday. Maybe, maybe but so. I've been, I've been around as much as I can. But no, you, You've been great. But Thank you. But we do have to make a commitment to, like we talked about, Saints-specific when coming up. we got to have a lot of fun with that. Oh, yeah, you know what we really should have planned to do? It's just so damn hot. Going Training to the Saints. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that'd be fun. But, but did they say it's like there's literally You're literally so sitting out in the sun. I don't think there's any cover in the stands. Like, you're just sitting there. We should have tried to get a media credential. That's Ooh. what we should have done. Can we still do that? But I would be the one that would go. Oh, you'd have to go. Yes. You, I mean, between you and Carl, I couldn't go. What the fuck J- would I well, do? Well, JB would try to give players hugs and stuff. Yeah, definitely. I'm trying to go, like, run a route. Mike, what's up? <laughs> How's that ankle feeling, baby? Let me test it out a little bit. Hold on. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. Let me show you. Let me show you. <laughs> Let me show you how to stretch that ankle out a little bit, bro. Or like to me, you're not supposed to clap. They throw a long pad. JB's clapping. <laughs> <laughs> run it. Run it. Please, like, hey man, there's no defense. <laughs> Dude, that's that would be so me. Yeah, it would. It would be really fun. I'm like, oh fuck me, man. No, this, but this no, but I, I think I think we need you know one for the Saints. And I, I told Cade, we get closer to the postseason, we'll get Cade back on. We'll get more. We'll dive into the MLB postseason because it could be a lot of fun this year. Yeah, Cade is very knowledgeable with. Uh, Major League Baseball stuff. He loves the Astros like I do. The only problem for Katie is when we get too close to football season, his schedule kind of gets real. a little bit. Yeah, he, you know, he, he uh, this was off the podcast, I think, but he was saying that when football season on, man, it's seven days a week, 14-hour yeah. days, bro. Like, it's it's nonstop. When, when you had mentioned um, going to Astros game in next month, August 30th, uh, I'm 13. sorry, 13th, um, he was like, there's, there's no chance. Like, yeah. I can go during the summer because there's no football. But as soon as football starts up, it's yeah, it's. Yeah, I think it's like this week. Like it's that's it. That's me. when he starts. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, cl- so. it's close for sure. But yeah. I still want to go the thirteenth. I don't. My my wife's setting me up. I think so. Setting you up for failure. Yeah. Uh, well, you and Brady can go. Oh, we all know that that is a no. Uh, <laughs> we 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 don't. That that's a lack of approval. But she can, was just being nice. He could go to the truck yard. He could sit in the lobby like we did last time. You could probably pos- proposition the, the hostess to bring us uh, margaritas. some margaritas to go. Dude, fuck it. I'll, I'll do I, I would really like to go to the 13th, though. It's a I'm, 6 o'clock first pitch. You're not going to be in town, baby. No, I don't know yet. I just need to put it in my, I need to put it in my phone. Well, it's something we could talk about off air. Okay, yeah, yeah. But I haven't been to a game all year. I move an hour closer to Houston, and I'm not, I don't go to a game. How does that make any sense? No, we definitely need to go to a game. I do want to go to a postseason game this year. That'd be fun. That's because, like, now that you moved here, 
You met JB and I. I mean, not met, but like we became better. I don't have any friends here. Now we're now we're friends. I, I don't. I really don't have any friends. Now we're friends. Yeah, but you don't even like hanging out with us. Bullshit! You stayed at my house till midnight last night. I I wish you would have stayed later, and then I was nah, happy you, nah, you nah, left you, at the same time. Yeah, you you were looking through my soul. Like get the fuck out of here. Actually, I wasn't. I was actually happy y'all stayed as late as y'all did. I think we're, but like, I think we all felt the same way. Like, all right, we don't want to leave, but like, all right, it's time to go. <laughs> we had enough. We were all tired. Poor Brady fell asleep on the way home. The man, the like, man, the myth, the legend is the showing man, up. The man, the myth, the legend. Yeah, well, well we want to welcome the one and only Sith. He's here with four decisions. What's up, baby? My test, my test. Oh, it's yeah. all in the house. <laughs> you're good, you're good, brother. Hell yeah, you're bro. looking live. Hey, I got a few tequila shots in, so I'm feeling real great. Bro, right it's, now. it's bumping in here, bro. What y'all think? Uh, what y'all think when y'all first pull up, man? On your opinion? Well, I knew I couldn't find a parking spot. So. Right at at 12 o'clock on a Sunday, that's a pretty good indication. <laughs> you know what I mean? Some good stuff, man. You know, uh, church is open, but uh, Legends uh, got some holy water for you. <laughs> it's called tequila, eh? There's no doubt. But man, how did how did kind of I guess if you want to talk about it, four decisions as a brand. How did that all come about? If you want to share with us, because I know I'm interested. Yep. Was it a drunk decision, kind of <laughs> like like our podcast was? Man, let me tell you the story. You know how y'all started on Sundays at the bar, corner bar? Yes, sir. It kind of started the same for me. I've been going out every night. Sundays for the last 10 years. Well, Monday to Sundays. And uh, <laughs> er, er, er day, baby. Every, every day. day. So when the bartenders start pulling up, me and JB was talking about this. And uh, so when the bartenders start pulling up and they pull up in the Ultima, and then a year or two years later, they leave with a Mercedes Benz or a BMW, you're like, man, uh, you're, make, you're making their. Uh, There's some money there, yeah, baby. Man, There's like, some money there. You're doing something right to support those local businesses. So, uh, Four decisions come up with uh, these uh, business support service, so we started highlighting these uh, local business and uh, all these other industry, and we want to start promoting events and all these other stuff. Uh, but it's coming along. Uh, we're tied in with a lot of other uh, business as well, so we got a big connect that's coming along. It's it's fun. It's fun to kind of see the community that you built, right? Like oh. where, where, where you go, sit, everybody else comes. So oh, it, oh, it's, definitely, definitely. It's fun to kind of see what. A brand like creating a brand and what you what you can create when you have like-minded individuals looking to have fun and and, and just have, you know hang out. The, 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 make, key, the key term is network marketing. Yeah. And if uh, if you really want to make your business grow, look into that. Don't pay for marketing. Don't whatever. The key term is network marketing. Network, and, uh, baby. Exactly. And that's where the money's at. And it, this, <laughs> this is this said. I know how you network, dog. It's like, hey, let's get a tequila shot. I'm like, no, says I'm good. He's like, no, nah, just one, just one. One turns into two, two turns into three, and then we're everybody's having a good time, right? <laughs> hey, uh, let me tell you a story, man. Uh, I used to take this public speaking class. I couldn't. I used to work for engineering company last ten year, right? And I couldn't separate the business side from uh, the, the professional side from the bar side. So. I knew when I was at the bar, I could capitalize on all the, on anybody, really. Yeah. So, but when I was in the business side, I was like that quiet guy at the office, and like, man, I couldn't even tell my boss that, hey, I need a raise, man. Like, what's, <laughs> what's up, bro? Like, I'm doing, I'm, I'm, I'm killing your business right now, but uh, can you give me a raise? Like, I, I couldn't communicate that. So once I figured out, man, you need me more open and uh, all that, he sent me to this class. It's called a Dale Carnegie class. Dude, so, I didn't know you did that. Oh, yeah, 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 Dude, yeah, bro. Such a great class. 
for, so. for those for those who don't know Dale Carnegie, it's uh, he yeah. wrote the book uh, how to uh, influence how, how to win friends and influence how to win people. win friends and influence so, people, and it's I, still to this day. Oh yeah, best principles that, of a book that changed my life, real for, for real. Like I, I I understood if I could translate the bar side into the business side, and the whole concept of poor decision was basically on you. Hey, what are you drinking today? What are you pouring up today? And I turned that into a network marketing, and and that's how I basically ran that the brand. Dude, it's awesome. It's awesome to see how many people are out here on a Sunday. Again, it's not even it's not even afternoon. I mean, it's afternoon, but it ain't even like evening. Time. Dude, it's three o'clock it was, on Sunday. It's and been it is bumping, and it's been this packed since noon when I got here. You know what I mean? So, like, kudos to you, man. That's awesome. Let, let me throw something back to you guys. Uh, what? What's your favorite tequila? Don't don't give me that cliche 1942 uh, from the heart. Start uh, with you, Josh. So uh, somebody recently turned me on uh, Cava de Ora. That's okay. good so shit. It's good shit. It was uh was it the Anejos? I think I think it's the Anejos that I got. It's it's fucking good. It uh it's a website. You can only get it online. It's called SipTequila.com. My fucking favorite shit, bro. I saw you had some uh, y'all posted the other day. Y'all had these fancy glasses and the uh, tequila. Bottle. I, yeah, I just so actually Clayton, Clayton just um just sent me this rare tequila company. So they only do like small batch tequila, and so uh, I got I picked up the reposado and then the same website tequila.com You can get like little sipping glasses because like your your reposado and your anejos are supposed to be more sipped. Reposado can be mixed, but your yeah. anejos is supposed to be sipped. So. What about you, Carl? I'm a I'm a big fan of Fortaleza, uh, the Reposado. Uh, actually, Josh drank it's some last night. It's, it's pretty good, man. It's uh, I've kind of all right. So I guess this is a progression, right? Right. For a while a while ago, it was like bourbons, right? Everybody wanted to try the new bourbons or the single batch or the this and the that. And I was I was cool with that for a long time, and then it, it switched over to tequila. So now I'm all about. Let me try some of these lesser-known brands. Let me try additive-free tequilas. Let me try this, that, and the other, you know? So just trying to expand my palate and say, oh, damn, I really like this. I don't like this, you know? And it's, it's been fun. It's almost like wine to a certain degree. You drink so much, you say, oh, I know what I like, I don't like, you know, and so on and so forth. But I will tell you this. The Dobel Blanco is fucking, it's, it's good. It's damn good for a Blanco. I, we, that's what we've been shooting today, and that yeah, shit. It has been good. That shit is. I'm actually impressed. Which, what's your favorite tequila? Because I'm curious now. I'm about to say, that's the real question. I, I had this tequila. I was at my boy's birthday one day, and it was called uh, Casa Dragonis. Casa Dragonis? Yeah. If you like, you know, you're growing up, you drink a uh, fruit punch. Yeah. So it's, it's like fruit punch or steroids. It's that smooth. It's about maybe $200, $208 bottle, but. Uh, it's worth, it's worth it. Oh, yeah. If you had it, it go down that smooth. And uh, I heard all the talk about 1942, Casa, Azu, and all that. And once I had a taste of that, that blew my mind, man. And that was I, definitely- I would say I would say 1942 and uh, Azul, they do really good at marketing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are a known brand, so everybody just thinks of them as high dollar, right? I, I'll tell you this, man. Uh, I, I read this book called uh, Never Settle, and is this guy, Aaron... I, I can't even tell his last name, Marquis or something. And one of my buddies shot his uh, his uh, video for a tequila company. And he worked with these NFL players, and he owned a golf clothing brand as well. And he's the one of the company. Well, he uh, he actually owned a tequila company called French Azul or whatever. And he, I read his book and I tagged him. He ended up replying back. And I was no like, man, this is awesome what uh, Port Decision has uh, opened the opportunity to as well. 
like as far as like Des Bryant and like I hit up some of these college players. I'm not gonna name no name because I ain't got no NIL contract yet, but yeah. it's coming. You know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Working yeah. the deal, baby. And <laughs> hey, we got Working five star, four star recruit, but uh, he'll be under the table. We'll take care of him. <laughs> now, hey, that's the glory of this thing nowadays, right? You don't have to be under the table. You can yeah. pay him out front. You know what I mean? Exactly. Hey, just rep our, just rep our brand. We'll get it. You know, I know all you guys are sport players, but uh, that's a big move in this industry nowadays. Oh, no doubt, no doubt whatsoever. It's it's awesome, man. Like I said, I, I kind of I saw y'all came up. You know, and I, I took notice probably about six months to a year ago. I don't know. It seems like days go by so quick nowadays. I don't know if it was yesterday or a year ago, but it feels like it's been about six months to a year, somewhere in that time frame where I started seeing you guys and, and doing some of your clothing brand stuff. And um, I think the first one I really saw was when you did that shoot at Cambridge Stables with the horses and stuff. And I was like, damn, okay, this is, this is legit. I'm like, about to say, can, can I get a ride? <laughs> no. Nobody, 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 nobody wants to. Nobody, no, never mind. Yeah. Stop, stop while I'm behind. Nobody's putting a saddle on you, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry. I should ask one of them, like, can I, can I be one of the horses? Hey, you guys know that uh, one of the models actually uh, Addison Ray's cousin. No so, shit. Oh, yeah. Connecting the dots. Man. That's it, bro. That's how you got to, though. I, I, don't, I don't have big marketing money, but uh, I know the connections. You definitely have the connections, bro. That's Sid, just it. How, how did we meet originally, man? man I'm trying uh, to think. Maybe a uh, corner bar, but uh, Was it corner bar? I think we have a lot in common with uh, Youngsville Volleyball. Uh, we actually got more in common than what you think with the people that we know, you know? Yeah. Which is great, because uh, I came here one day, and uh, I had a meeting about this Sunday fun day, and... Uh, Misty came up and uh, <laughs> she was like, hey, uh, I had a Porter Scissors shirt on. And Misty was like, hey, my brother's been talking about your brand. And I was like, who, JB? I was like, I was just trying to get him over here. We just met about uh, yes, yes. about podcast. And next thing you know, I got uh, about five items added to my cart. I'm like, yes. <laughs> yeah, you saw, that. <laughs> you saw that, right? Um, Tony, uh, Tony, Tony, Tony. Yeah. Carabo, yeah. Cobra Rubia. Cobra Rubia. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say something, I'm fucking some, up. Some shit like that. That's so, your boy. I, that, you that's don't know how to, I know. I'm so, I, I can't pronounce most words. So that, that's, 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 that's true. Boy. But the, the, the great thing about poor decision is uh, everyone got something in common. Like I said, with Del Cornegate, and they, what it is about. Hey, we all that's have right. something in common. We like to have a good time, have a drink. And the perspective that people tend to misunderstand is P.O.O. or, hey, we're making poor decisions. Oh, no. We're making great decisions. P.O.U. or let's 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 go to this network let's make this you know let's do something and let's benefit each other in a great way and it's it's so fitting for south louisiana man because exactly. i don't i mean we had my kids birthday party yesterday and we ended up staying at my house till midnight drinking from 1 1 p.m you know what i mean like we always we, whatever we do whether it's it's a good event you know and uh not really partying but you know, a kid's birthday a get together whatever we're always pouring up man i mean every time we yeah. get together what, what solidifies it is, is like man a few years ago i haven't printed in a hat so in like two years and uh this 55 year old lady she was like i'm in new york and i got your poor decisions hats on and uh you know how these bigger city people are like tough they're like they're not they're not that opening to having open conversation it's like oh it's an icebreaker so anytime you wear the brand and you go out, it's, it's an icebreaker. So you know you create that platform for other people. So it's, it's amazing, man. I couldn't be happier that you guys showed up and come experience this. Because at the end of the day, this experience is what it's about. Because 
no matter what you said, and when you pull up, I, I, I got a shirt to say, pull in, pour up, and pull out. That's it, man. You come and you experience this, <laughs> this is what it's about, man. Hell yeah, bro. It, it's awesome. It brings people together. Everybody's having a good time. There's no 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 bad feelings, bro. Everybody's in a good mood, enjoying themselves. You got anything else planned, like down the road? Or you got some things that works or what? Because I know, is this I, your... I, I'm actually teaming up with some distributor. I'm hoping these deals go through. Multiple distributor. And uh, I want to start creating these events, these events downtown, and uh, start promoting all these uh, business and now, highlighting them. Now, is this... And, and excuse me for my ignorance, but... No, go ahead. Is this your first event that you've promoted, pushed out? Like, cause Not at all. Uh, you ever heard of uh, COVID? Did I ever? <laughs> so, I, I did. So, I... So around 2020, we had our, uh, we came up with the concept of Poor Decision. At first, we were going to do a Drink LA, because my buddy had owned Eating Lafayette. And I was like, man, we just Drink LA, I'll be at all the bars in a weekend and we'll be done. It'd be, it'd be too boring, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And uh, so it was like, let's do uh, Drink LA. We figured out, oh, man, that's not, that's, that's not going to be good enough. So uh, we came up with Poor Decision, and the concept that we promoted at first, People were like, oh, nobody want to make poor decisions. And to start changing the people's mindset to what it is today, yeah. and people start promoting your brand and wearing it, man, it's it's an awesome feeling, man. You know what I mean? I, I love it. I, I feel like it is like it is more. I only thought of it as a positive thing, right? Because that was my that was my uh, experience a, experience with it, right? I'm such a positive guy, man. You no, you definitely you won't see me. Uh, you won't see me uh, be sad or none at all. <laughs> but that's a that's a really good point that we could definitely take to heart because it's like, how do you go from something being a negative connotation and being a positive thing? Like, no, 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 no. That doesn't mean we're gonna get drunk and do stupid shit. That means we're gonna we're gonna share a drink over an enjoyable event. We're both gonna have a great time. You know what I mean? And, and what I tell JB is, hey, when we win, we all win. We all going up, man. Ain't, ain't no doubt, man. But look, look, look who we got here in the building. Well, uh, I want to thank uh, Republic for posting this event. I told the sales rep, hey, as long as you write the check, I'm going to give you a shout out. I'm just oh, joking. But, no, uh, but that's uh, part of it, man. Yeah. That's, that, is, that is what it is, From right? Book podcast, Ray Chiller, uh, you know, uh, Legends event. Who else? Who else we got? Uh, RV, SA. You know, the whole team, man. Uh, we're doing, some, some good people, man. It's going to be amazing, bro. Yeah, hey, look right. at the shirt. That, that should go on your wall of fame, bro. Like, before y'all change the name, y'all should frame what I'll, I'll donate a shirt and y'all sign it. And, like, like you know how those uh, athletes do and have the jersey? Yeah, hell yeah. Y'all should definitely have that. I'm on. down. Count it. Like, I'll, I'll get a frame. Exactly. We'll sign it. it. We'll count it. I'll put it up in my house what's right a, now until we get off. What's, what's the top three name y'all got up and coming, y'all? Oh, just one. Just give me, throw, throw me one. We have no good leads right now. Man. It's not good. Because, like, Here's the thing. Drunk on a Bucket came to us so naturally. I love it, bro. I love it. It, it was so natural. It was, it's the, the negative connotation with the word drunk that turned people off. You know what I mean? Well, let me tell you who Phil is, man. While I make poor decisions, Phil's the business guy. Phil handles all, all, all the business side. And he makes sure I we, we do it right. <laughs> That's good, man. You got to have somebody like that. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm balances. You know? Clayton, Clayton met me. Clayton know I make a lot of poor decisions, you know? Yeah, he is, buddy. Clayton only makes poor decisions. That's his problem. <laughs> hey, as long as poor decisions make money, we're good. That's it. Boot up. <laughs> we booting up and down, baby.
look, we, we got to get Sith's version of poor decisions, how it was created. Hey, marketing guy, genius guy, right? He, I want to hear your side of it, man. Like, how did, how did poor decisions come to about? Like I was telling Sith, probably about six months to a year ago, could have been longer. I started to notice, right? I started to see it pop up in, in Instagram, in people tagging it, in seeing it around town, and so so on and so forth. So, for you, how did that thing come about? How did it come about with you and Sith? Like, you know, I know how our podcast came. It was at a bar drinking, drunk idea, and we said, "Hey, let's run with it." Can you give me your version of it? Absolutely, man. So I believe Sith will give you the best version of how it started. How I came to be involved, though, I saw a kid with a lot of determination, and I wanted to help him grow, right? So with, with my background and the things that I have going on, man, like I said, watching him be an expert and a master at his craft, having, you know, the right demographic target and the right marketing strategy, I feel like I could have been a... A great, partner to, a, a great partner to him, man. So yeah. I, I, I'm trying to lead him in the right direction. I'm trying to help him get to where he needs to be. But to me, in my eyes, I, I think Seth, his, his, his vision is amazing, right? So he's got this amazing marketing strategy. strategy. He's got the right people following him. But my job in this whole interview, my, my job is to help him monetize what he has going on. Right? Yeah, no yeah, doubt, for sure. So, I mean, at the end of the day, like, it's all fun and games, right? But we, we want to make some money from this, right? So we want to move more than just a t-shirt company, right? So we're going to help emerge with the IT company that I purchased, with the marketing company that I have, and we're going to make this into something great. Love right? that. So for this is a vision for him, I'm going to try and escalate that to the next level. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we're going we're gonna to turn this thing into something beautiful. We want it to be where... New up and coming club, we want to have us there because we bring the right crowd, we bring the right people, we know how to advertise properly, and we got you guys to come here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Great, man. So, yeah. so, and it's fun, right? First and foremost, man, thank you guys for coming on. Oh, no, dude, thanks, thanks for having us. Thanks for getting your time into doing this, right? Yeah, oh, 100%. Man. But, no, I mean, man, look, that's awesome. And there was one thing he said that I really, I really vibed with is that sitting down and talking to people and seeing what's important to them you know and that's a huge thing because everybody has something a little bit different for their reason of why they came today right you know it may be close to the same reasoning but everybody has their own purpose and what they like to drink or what they like to do or what they like to hear and just him saying hey look it's awesome to be able to sit down with somebody everybody as many people as i can and kind of get that feel from them will help shape the brand and what you present to each individual person that is looking for something from your brand, right? Absolutely. So that, that was really cool to hear from them because I tend to, just personally, I try and know a little bit about as many things as possible. And the reason being is so that way I can hold a conversation with anyone and be somewhat knowledgeable, not an expert, not, not a, a matter-specific expert or anything like that, but be able to hold a conversation and feel like, hey, I'm actually interested in that. Let's let's talk about it. Tell me yeah. what interests you and what's important to you, you know? Absolutely, man. You've got to be a jack of all trades in this day and age, right? You've got to be able to sit down and have a conversation about anything. And being a young business owner, you, you, you've got to know what's going on. You've got to know how to connect with your audience. You, you've yeah. got to know what people want from your brand. You guys have an amazing podcast, right? So I've listened to some of your takes, and you're right. You've got to be able to talk about the topics that people want to be interested in. So 
being able to network and uh, be that proper channel to all aspects means a lot, right? So yeah. that, that that's the driving force behind everything that I do, everything that we do at Four Decisions, right? We want to be that connecting factor. We want to be able to connect those dots, put the right people uh, in the right place at the right time, have those poor decisions, right? Poor decisions is a cover all times, right? So it's literally, we, we want to have great discussions over a poor, right? We want to pour those decisions, nice. right? Right. I want to sit down with you with a drink and us pour and make a great decision together. And that's that's what it means to me. Right? Yeah, yeah. Down. That, that's a great uh, description of it, though, right? right. Yeah, I absolutely right. love that. We, we live in Southern Louisiana, right? Some of the best decisions are made at bars, having a drink, right? That's over when that, over that first floor. That's when right? business is done, baby. Absolutely, that's when man. business is done. Absolutely. Yeah, that, that's that's our culture. But, but look, I, I, sorry, and, and kind of like I was telling Seth a little bit is that we had my youngest son's fourth birthday yesterday, his party, and I was like, man, it's so fitting. If you know the context of what it is for decisions, is that even over a birthday party, we're having a pour, right? We're, we're drinking something. We're having a good time. It doesn't mean anything bad's going to happen. That means it, we're enjoying ourselves over great events and ha and the experiences that we're getting from it. You know, while you know, we're doing it. I'm, I'm glad you brought up your kid, right? So so I'm a new father. I've got a one year old now. Congrats. Congrats. Thank you so much, guys. I'll say this. You know, now I'm a very private person. Now that I have a kid and meeting those parents, right, and, and being that dad in that, in, that, in that model way, I'm getting to meet so many new people. And that alone, being a father, is a great marketing network, right? Because yeah, you meet people point. that you would have never come in contact with and having a birthday party, just like you said, right? My daughter had her first birthday in January, and we invited some people over from her school because she, she started school right away, right? We wanted to get her exposed right. to as many people as possible in culture. Um, so, so with that being said, we were able to throw a small party and literally I, I had all these people at my house that I would have never had before and we're sitting there drinking, having a good time and I gained a business partner from that moment. No good, yeah, that's right? awesome. And it turned into, I'm not going to get into that, but it turned into a major business that we're, we're yeah. doing great things together. Great right? opportunity, so, yep. So being a father has not only been a, a highlight of my life, you know, being able to shine some light and be a, a good a good person in her life, but it, it's... He's a great marketing guy. Absolutely. <laughs> some, of, some of my closest friends are due to events that our daughters do together. Right. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And you would have never met those people otherwise, right? It is one of the most stressful things you ever do in your life, but it's also one of the most rewarding things you ever do in your Absolutely, life. Absolutely, man. And they you grow know? up so fast, you know? Uh, my oldest is 10, and it feels like yesterday I was in your shoes. You know what yeah, I mean? Right and so it's... Uh, Time it's flies when you're having fun, baby. There's, there's no doubt. Absolutely. And, don't ever feel like anybody's got it made or everybody knows what they're doing because everybody's in the same boat. Everybody's just trying to do the best that they can with what they have and say, you know, at the end of the day, when I release you onto the world and you are yourself, you're going to make the best decisions possible. Absolutely, that, man. That's, that's all you all, can hope for. That's right? all you can hope for, man. And I, I kind of remind myself of that pretty often. You know, it's just making sure that she knows everything. All my, my two daughters, my son, know kind of that perspective. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, well, yeah. No, I was I was just gonna say, man. Look, no, number one, Phil. I think 
you uh, you couldn't have in, uh, invested time and energy into somebody better than Sith, right? Absolutely. Dude, as soon as I met him, he's such a positive guy, and his his outlook on things, it's only positive, right? Yeah. He'll hit me up and, like, text me or hit me up on IG, like, hey, this is going on, but, like, I got this, right? Like, he always has something positive to say, even if it's a negative situation. So I just love being around him. And, man, I, I just love what you guys are doing with the brand, right? Thank you so, so much. So I, I love, love Four Decisions. Um, I got I got a couple of shirts to myself, and I think my sister ordered me another one. So we'll definitely support it as much as we can. And if you guys need anything in the future, man, feel free to reach out to us. We can we do will. everything we can. Absolutely, man. I really appreciate that. But, yeah, one more to touch on self real quick. I, I love what you said. Thank you for that. But so I worked research and development for a very long time around the world, and I have never met a guy like this. He's man, different, man. The way his he's brain different. And the way he, he, he's always trying to innovate and come up with something new. And no matter what I tell him, he's like, well, hold on, I got something else. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like well, well, brother, hold on, let me, let me figure Slow this it down, out baby, slow it down. Hold on, hold on, I got some help. Man, I, hey, man, he, he's an amazing brain, bro, and literally from the first time I met him, I knew that it was something special. I, I try not to waste my time with anybody, but with Tim, I know. I know it's something beautiful in there, man. Yeah. So. I'm, I'm glad that I can say he's, I truly feel like he's a friend, right? And he's so. bringing shots as we speak. <laughs> God bless us all, baby. Infectious. God bless us all. Infectious is how I would I would describe yeah, his personality. Infect, beautiful. Yeah, Carl, that is beautiful, said, Carl. Yeah. I feel like he needs a shirt that says infectious. As he, as he, as he delivers us a shot. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. You know, thank you so much for having us here. This is awesome. This is our first event with Four Decisions. I can't wait to go to more because this is kind of just scratching the surface. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like the fact that, let's see, it is, it's 3.30 right now in the <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> On a Sunday. I've, right. I've been here since noon and there hasn't been less than probably 75 to 100 people in this place the whole time I've been here. People have come and people have gone, but it's stayed jam up. Consistent, so, yeah. Kudos to you guys, and it, it's really awesome to see the response like that. So that's got to be gratifying, you know, and, and kind of confir confirmation of what you guys are doing and saying, okay, cool. The feedback is 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 prevalent. It's it's a uh, it's apparent, Absolutely. you know. So kudos to you guys. Thank you for the invite. Thank you for your time on this podcast, man. Like anything that that we can do to help or vice versa, man. We're we're here. We're we like to have a good time as well as y'all, and anytime, just let us know how we can how we can get together, hook up, help out each other, or whatever it may be, man. I, I do appreciate it. Absolutely, man. You know, so so thank you guys for your time, right? You know, when we asked you guys to come on, man. I mean, I I, I wasn't sure if you guys would accept to. Because, I mean, there's, there's a lot of moving parts to get you guys here, right? <laughs> no, so, no. so thank you guys for accepting the offer. You know, so Four Decisions isn't just about getting the people here. It's getting small businesses together, right? Yeah, you guys, right. Are, you guys have an amazing platform, and we would definitely like to exercise that and have you guys in more situations with us. And uh, hopefully we can grow this thing together. Right? Absolutely. We'd love, be each other's biggest baby. supporters, right? We'd, we'd love that, love man. Because, uh, again, Sith is infectious, man. Like... I don't know him all that well, but from the little bit that I do know him, I'm willing to like jump off a bridge yeah, for him. You know I'll, what bet, I'm I'll bet like, on Sith any day, babe. I'll bet it. on that guy. More than I'm willing to bet on JB, oh. that's for sure. <laughs> I had to, man. I that's, had all, to. that's only love, bro. I just feel that love. No, it, it was, 100%. But look, I think we're gonna we're kind of going to wrap it up, Let's man. That, it was, up, that was awesome. Dude, great time. Phil, thanks for your time. Sith's 
he's out promoting. He's, he's doing he's, he's doing, doing his, his thing, thing baby. But he's working hard, man. He's Sith, working hard. When you listen, thank you, man. Really, from Seriously. the bottom of my heart, thank you. We all enjoyed ourselves, and it was it was awesome. Can't oh. wait for the next one, honestly. That's right, awesome time. And you'll you'll see uh, uh, some pictures posted on Instagram with our, our new gear. We all got shirts and representing the the event, but also the the brand for decisions that has a little drunk on a bucket on it as well. There so. you go. Absolutely. Well, cool. As well, as always, you can follow. Uh, us on Instagram at Drunk on a Bucket, and you can follow Poor Decisions on Instagram, I believe. Snapchat, no, uh, TikTok, right? You guys are on TikTok, so at Poor Decisions TM. So check them out, give them some love, and check out their retail store too. Some good stuff, man. I, lo- I love their, their gear, and it's a really good fit. If you like me, you wear my mediums, baby. The mediums fit very, very well. Just saying. No doubt, man. You guys look great. Thank you guys so much for the, uh, for the opportunity. This is my first podcast. And I, I love it. it. I Phil, it. we'll have to have you on in in, uh, in more of a different setting, right? This is this is definitely uh, uh, a little bit different for us. It's a little bit more quiet. Uh, this is a little bit louder than what we would normally have. Right. But if you're ever interested on coming back on, man, let us know. You guys let me know, man. I'm an open book. Uh, I've got a lot of great ideas, a lot of good businesses going on. So I'd be more than happy to share uh, a little bit of knowledge and a lot of drinks. Ah, yeah. even better. I like that sound, that. That sounds like a me and JB podcast for sure. <laughs> 100% baby. But look. Guys, girls, ladies, gents, that's episode 51 of Drunk on a Bucket. Let's go. Thanks for being with us. Check us out. Check out um, Four Decisions. Thanks again, man. I appreciate it. As Tyler would say, boot up. Baby boot. (laughs) Baby boot. Later.